Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to Yin Yoga Liver Sesh. This is going to be about a 30 minute session here including the Shavasana and we're just going to dive right in. So if you've been in Pigeon Pose from the last session, please make your way out of it. And if you're just joining us, can come onto the mats. And we're going to open up the practice today, laying down on the belly. So go ahead and lay down on your belly prone and stack your hands, rest your forehead on your hands so you've got a little pillow there. Take a few deeper breaths, inhaling through your nose and letting the breath flow all the way down to your low belly. Feel your belly press into the earth beneath you. And as you exhale, the low belly pulls back, supporting your spine. And there's a feeling of releasing more deeply into the earth beneath you. As you listen to this recording, you might hear some background noise today of wind or birds. So this is a great place to stay. If there's anything funky going on in your low back, please remember that you can stay here or return here at any point in time. If you would like to set your body up for Sphinx Pose, you'll start to place your elbows underneath your shoulders. And as you let your heart just kind of soften down, you could consider grabbing a block, putting the block on its high end and resting your forehead down on the block so that you have head support. And if you don't have a block or prefer not to use one, the head can be neutral. It's okay to drop the chin to the chest for part of our timing here, but I don't recommend it the full timing just because stretching the back of the neck that long is a little bit repetitive of what we do in our everyday life with technology dropping the head down. So whatever position you've chosen, you'll let the eyes close down or your gaze settle on one point in front of you. And if the eyes are remaining open, remember that your gaze is soft and receptive. You're not seeking any stimulus nor focusing. You're just letting the light and the shapes fall on your eyes. and drop into a mini meditation where you're focused on your breath. And as your breath lengthens and deepens, you might even explore taking small kumbhakas, which are just small breath retentions at the top of your inhale and the bottom of your exhale. While you continue to breathe, we'll talk a little bit more about the liver, especially if you're just joining here. We're going to do a sequence that works with the meridian line of the liver and the organ itself. So your liver is located on the right side of your body, just below the diaphragm. It's really large, takes up a good amount of space, is partially protected by the lower ribs. And your liver is the primary 
factory where detox occurs. So anything that your body can't really do anything good with goes to the liver for processing and eventually elimination. And while our liver does this job of detoxifying for us, it's also very involved with the digestive system. So the liver produces bile, which is necessary to digest fats. That bile is then stored in the gallbladder, which is the sister organ to the liver in Chinese medicine. So for your last little bit of time here, I'd like for you to just bring your awareness to the liver on the right side of the body, just below the diaphragm. Send your breath into the liver using visualization and attention. And the color of the liver or the color that resonates with the liver is the color green. So I'd like for you to imagine a bright and vibrant green, like fresh grass, illuminating the organ of the liver, glowing, pulsing with the breath, this vibrant green color. And holding your breath and this color visualization as part of your meditation practice. Take three more deep, nourishing breaths into the liver space. A vibrant green radiating. And you'll slowly begin to release by pulling your arms back by your sides and turning your head to the right. Let your shoulders relax down towards the earth. Especially when we release poses, it can create more sensation, the feeling of energy moving in the body. So see if you can take a few deeper breaths. And as you exhale, send the exhale out through your mouth. And do that again. And when you exhale, really push all of the air out until you feel the abdomen pulling back towards the spine, restabilizing the low back. Slowly turn your head in the other direction. As your head rests, you'll feel the other side of your neck gently lengthening and opening. You can continue with these deeper, longer open mouth exhales. Also, if you're experiencing any discomfort in the low back, you might consider bending your knees and just letting the feet windshield wiper from right to left, allowing the hips to knock a little bit side to side. Now just as a transition today, we're gonna move through child's pose. So bring your forehead onto the mat, your hands under your shoulders, push your hips back to your heels. And as you drop into child's pose, you can be still, just letting gravity have its effect on you, or you can rock your forehead side to side, massaging the third eye area between the eyebrows, relaxing your face and your eyes. And the eyes are the sense organ or sense door. 
for the liver. The meridian line actually goes right up into the eyes. So the eyes are an indicator of the health of the liver. When the liver is functioning well, it's not overstressed. The eyes are bright and clear. When the liver is under significant stress, we can see different things happen in the eyes. Sometimes the eyes are really bloodshot. Interestingly, that's also a marker of anger and tension inside of our systems. And the negative emotion that comes from an overworked or out of balance liver is anger and irritation and resistance. Sometimes we also see disorders of the liver creating jaundice in the eyes. And from here, we're going to ease our way towards a seat. So start to lift your head and your chest and come onto your sitting bones, creating a shoelace pose with your legs. Please wrap your right leg on top of the left leg. So in shoelace pose, which is also called gomakasana or cow face pose in other lineages of yoga, the feet are fanned a little bit wider than the hips so that your sit bones are equally grounded. For some of us, the top knee, which in this case is the right knee, is pointing more up towards the sky and there's a big gap between the two knees. And for others of us, that gap is much less, the knees are more stacked here. As you come into shoelace pose, it's okay if there's a gap, but if you are feeling a lot of intensity and you're thinking, well, maybe I can't hold this very long, then you can do half shoelace pose by extending your left leg out in front of you. So the left leg is a straight leg. The right knee is stacked on top of the left knee with the right foot folded outside of the left hip. It can take some wiggling to drop in. Now, stack your hands on top of your top knee. Start by sitting up tall. Feel your tailbone and your sitting bones anchoring down into the earth. So visualize the tail and the sit bones dropping down through your yoga mat, through the floor that's beneath you. If you're inside, dropping the tail and the sitting bones down through the foundation of the building and then into the earth that's beneath you. You can visualize what that earth looks like. Maybe there are some big rocks, some small rocks, different colors of sediment. As you work your way deeper, the colors and the shading, the textures, they change. And feel a sense of being anchored here. So your base is anchored to the earth. This might be a great place for you to stay. If you're interested in feeling more sensation, you can start to come into a forward bend. And so everybody looks a little different when they create these shapes. You might want to use a bolster with its long end up towards your head. So you're just leaning your head forward onto the bolster. Your hands are clasped around the other side. If you've got blocks in a bolster, you can create a ramp or a bridge or a stack and rest forward. If you don't have the props and you're feeling more open in this shape, you can simply walk your hands forward, let your head hang down. Now you found your shape and once again it's another mini meditation where you breathe and you stay with your sensations. So this practice, just like a seated meditation practice, is an opportunity for you to be observant of what's happening inside of you. And whatever is there, you meet 
with empathy and tenderness and self-compassion. As I mentioned before, when the liver gets imbalanced, that means out of balance, the emotions that can start to permeate our being are ones of anger or frustration or defensiveness. In fact, all forms of resistance, whether it be physical or mental, are said to come from the liver in Chinese medicine. And so we might recognize in ourselves a little bit of irritation or signs of detox, a little bit of headachiness or frustration or feeling annoyed. And if those things come up, know that that is a part of the normal human experience, especially when the liver is in a state of detox and we will all experience detox in our life. These cycles of feeling well, of needing to detox, And oftentimes, if there is a little bit of detox that we're in the process of or in need of, these shapes that work with the liver meridian line are going to bring that up. So just know that if there's a little bit of discomfort here, that's totally normal. Can you stay with your breath? For the last few breaths, if the color meditation felt right for you, you can bring your awareness again to the organ of your liver just below the diaphragm on the right side of your body. A very large organ takes up lots of space and a bright, vibrant green radiating from this organ. With a few deeper breaths, you're going to slowly lift your head and your chest up if you were forward folded. Now listen to these cues because it leads you right into the next shape. You're going to open your right leg out to the side, turning towards the long side of your mat, and then take both legs wide into a straddle position. The other alternative is for you to bring your body up to a wall and do straddle from legs up the wall. So you get your legs up the wall, then you let the legs open up nice and wide. If you're in the seated position, it might be nice for you to start in a more upright position, the hands behind the back. You might even scooch your pelvis forward a little bit. Remember that you're looking for your healthy yin edge, and your yin edge might be different than your vinyasa edge. You get into a shape that you feel like you can be with for a while. That doesn't mean that it's comfortable. You just have some confidence that if you stick with your breath, You'll be okay here for a few minutes. So while you are in your shape, and just a friendly reminder, if you're more open in this shape, you can take it forward, forward bending, walking the hands forward, laying your body out over a bolster or bringing a block underneath your forehead. While you're here, I'm going to describe for you a very generalized map of where the liver meridian line goes in your body. You can track this meridian line, this line of energy, as I describe it. So whether you're imagining it being drawn on you, like the tips of the fingers tracing it, or 
white light to feel this line of energy. The liver meridian line begins in your big toes. It then moves up along the inner part of your foot across the inner ankles and works its way all the way up across the inner legs. So past the inner knees and the inner thighs, any inner thigh stretch is gonna work with the liver meridian line by gently tractioning that line of energy across the inner thighs. And then up towards the groins, it starts to come into your body. And the meridian line goes up, it visits your liver and your gallbladder. And then it continues upwards all the way through the throat it emerges near the surface and does a little circle around your lips. And then from there, the meridian line goes up both of your cheeks right into the eyes. So as you stay and you breathe here, see if you can just run some breath across the inner legs where we're gently tractioning this meridian line. What science is starting to support is that the meridian lines exist in our fascia or the connective tissue of our body. They are composed of collagen, which is a highly conductive substance. This makes sense because energy moves along conductive tissues and it moves fast. We want these important energetic channels of the body that emanate from different organs and make communication and integration possible to be clear. The fascia also serves to hold the patterns of the body. And sometimes those patterns can end up working against us because they restrict our possibilities. Our body is so smart that it's always trying to find the most efficient way to be. So it learns from the things that we do a lot and it kind of contracts into those patterns. But unfortunately, as we age, if we've contracted into these limited patterns, we've lost some of our mobility. We might have also lost some of our conductivity, the connection of these energetic pathways. So what yin yoga does is it helps us gently traction or compress the fascia in the body so that we can create an environment that is conducive to the health and well-being of our energy body, of energy moving through us so that we stay clear, we stay healthy, we stay connected. Take your last breath here. If you are at a wall, you can just let your knees start to fold into your chest. You might use your hands to help with that process. If you have had straddle legs on your mat seated, then you're going to slip your hands underneath the fronts of your knees, bend your knees a little bit, and then walk each foot in, step, 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 until you can curl into a little ball and drop your forehead down to your knees, just taking a few breaths there. Now we'll start to move over to the other side of shoelace. So if you have been sitting on your mat, you can simply take a quarter turn to your right 
and start to wrap your left leg on top of the right leg. And to get both of your sitting bones grounded, just make sure your feet are pulled wider than your hips. You might need to wiggle a little bit, get the left sit bone to drop down. And of course, if this is feeling too strong, you can always do half Gomakasana. On this side, the right leg would be straight underneath you, the left knee stacked on top of the right. Now place your hands on top of your left knee. Feel your tailbone and your sitting bones dropping down towards the earth. And as your tail and your sit bones drop downwards, the crown of your head opens and widens to the sky. You can spend as much time or all of the time here, or if you want to increase the sensation in and around your hips, you'll start to walk the hands forward, perhaps you use a prop underneath your head, a bolster, a block, a couple of those things combined. And even if you went forward, just make sure you still feel the weight back in your sitting bones. The low back feels broad. And start to deepen your breathing. And for this set, let your breath go into the part of your body that you're experiencing the most sensation in. Perhaps that's the outer hips for a few breaths and then a different sensation comes forward and then you move your breath to that new area of the body. So in this way, your attention is very tuned into your present experience and the breath is serving as a balm to soothe whatever is coming up, whether your experience is pleasant or negative, discomfort or ease. You allow for this effortless and open approach, allowing your system to be exactly what it is right now and continuing to focus on your breath. Back in the shoelace pose, we're compressing the inner thighs, compressing the meridian line of the liver. And this alternation that we did of compressing the inner thighs on the first side of the shoelace, stretching the inner thighs with the wide straddle or dragonfly position, and now coming back to the compression is working with that energy channel in a very potent way. So we can value the stretching and the compression or acupressure just as much as the other. And when combined, it creates more balance and more flow in the body. As you continue to breathe, can feel the sense doors of your ears really wide, taking in the sounds of the space that you're in. You can feel the air on your skin. Any of the aromas that are in the room that you're in. So while this experience is very much inward facing, we're very attuned to what we're feeling in our body and the movement of our breath. We're also very keenly aware of our environment. We're awake. 
And we can be awake with the eyes closed or open. We can have attention and awareness for all that is in this moment. As you take your last few breaths here, continue to cultivate compassion towards yourself. If your body has released some resistance, maybe you soften downwards. If there's still a lot of intensity, stay with your breath. Take a couple more breaths, letting go in your hips. And then with a couple of deeper breaths, you'll start to pull yourself out of the shape, uncurling from a forward fold, carefully unwinding your legs, and you're going to make your way onto your back. You can Take a moment or two of rest on your back in whatever position is natural for you, noticing the energy that is moving through your body. What are the qualities of your sensations right now? Are they rushing or radiating? Is there a peak and then a feeling of the sensations slowly washing away and being replaced by something else? You can take more time just observing what's happening as you rest here, or you can start to organize your body for our last shape, our restoring shape here. We'll take a reclined butterfly pose. So bring the soles of your feet together, let the knees butterfly open. If there's any strain or pain in the knees or the hips, you can use blocks or blankets to wedge underneath the knee thigh area to create support. If the head doesn't feel comfortable resting directly on the earth, then maybe you slip a blanket underneath the head and the neck. Bring your left hand onto your heart, your right hand onto your low belly, and once again, drop in. Let your body be heavy. Surrender to gravity. Relax the front of your chest so the heads of your arm bones drop down towards your mat. Relax your rib cage so it sinks down. Soften your belly so that it moves as you inhale, gently stretching up, and it relaxes down towards your spine as you exhale. Let go of any gripping or tightness across your inner thighs. And if you haven't closed your eyes, you can consider doing so, or you can let your eyes receive whatever it is that is above them. So whether it's light or shadow or shape, just letting those pieces fall onto the irises of the eyes. No grasping to sharpen your focus, just receiving. As you rest here, I'm going to ask you to do a sound vibration that resonates with the liver. 
The sound is that's an SH, and on the exhale, you just send a long, soft out through your mouth. So your inhales effortlessly come in through your nose, and then exhale for As you continue to do this breath, it can be at different audibilities. So it can be very audible, like the examples I just gave you where somebody in the same room would hear you, or it can be much subtler and softer, but you know you've created that sound vibration within you. And the sound vibration is soothing and calming. You can direct it right into the liver, that space on the right side of your body, just below the diaphragm. Let your liver be heavy and sink down, helping the bottom of the rib cage release to the earth. And continuing with this breathing sound vibration, just share with you that the season associated with the liver is spring, and the element associated with the liver is wood. And wood, one of its characteristics is this expansiveness, this pushy growingness. And we really see that in the springtime when flowers start to push up through the soil, when trees start to create their buds and push their leaves out of the buds. A growing energy. So as we start to quiet and close this practice, just want to encourage you to connect with the element of wood within you today. So whether that's just acknowledging your innate drive to grow, to change, to reach, or that is just taking a moment to appreciate the element of wood, the trees that you might encounter today, whether you're placing your hand on them or laying down, looking up the branches. If you're still doing the sound vibration of shh, please start to let it go, return to a normal breath. And for the last couple minutes here, just allowing your body to sink deeply into the earth, trusting that this practice has many benefits to it, some of which we feel right now and some of which will reveal themselves later in the future. And taking peace and refuge in this quiet, calm, and private space.
as you awaken from your state of rest and take the ritual movements that feel right for you, I'm going to read something to you. It's called This Precious Human Body. Forgive me for mispronouncing this name. I'll spell it for you after I read the excerpt. The name is Je Tsong Kappa. This precious human body. The human body at peace with itself is more precious than the rarest gem. Cherish your body. It is yours this one time only. The human form is one with difficulty. It is easy to lose. All worldly things are brief, like lightning in the sky. This life you must know as the tiny splash of a raindrop, a thing of beauty that disappears even as it comes into being. Therefore recall your inspiration and aspiration. Resolve to make use of every day and night to realize them. Thank you so much for practicing with Yoga Sesh. I'm Caitlin Rose Kenny. This precious human body was written by Zhu Tsong Kappa. J-E is the first name. T-S-O-N-G-K-A-P-A is the last name. Please take your time. Practice longer if you like. The divine in me bows to the divine in you. Namaste.